Hey there, welcome to the Girl Go Global podcast, where faith and works are empowered. With every episode, we're embracing our multi-layered lives with faith, know-how, and grit. I'm your host, Dr. Jasmine, and I'm ready to go global with you. Let's get started. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to the Girl Go Global podcast, where faith and works are empowered. I'm Dr. Jasmine, and I'm so excited that you decided to join me today. This podcast is just, we're around here joining our faith and our works to live out our courageous life for what God created us. And if you are a woman who is ready to step into her power and power and fulfill that calling and purpose in her life, this is the podcast for you. So don't forget to reach back to 2023 and listen to some of our former episodes. It's great content over there, but we have some great content coming your way. And so today, 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 I'm so excited to have the Black Directory sponsored this episode. The Black Directory is the largest Black business directory in the world, y'all. So if you are looking for Black businesses all over the world, roll over to www.blackdirectory.com. But today, I want to introduce you to Miss Coffee Summers. She is a rising journalist and media enthusiast. She has an affinity for the arts. She is a creative and she's interested in helping you move along in your love and your confidence. She is known for being a media personality and in entertainment. Miss Coffee, would you please, please, please introduce yourself to the Girl Go Global community? Hello, Girl Go Global. That's the title. <laughs> Girl Go Global community. My name is Coffee Summers, like she says. And I am a media enthusiast, which I like to call myself, or a media correspondent. And um, yes, I've been doing it for a while. Um, and I appreciate you having me on your platform. I appreciate you joining me. I'm so excited to have this conversation. I have not yet talked to a media enthusiast personality I've talked to people in marketing and things of that nature so this is going to be a great conversation and I'm looking looking so much to looking to learn more about you and what you do and what you have to offer the world hello so tell me first why media why did you decide to jump into media just tell a little bit more about yourself um well I've always been a fan of the arts whether it's media or um, movies, theater. Um, and so I first wanted to go into advertisement. So that was my first, first love for media. So I just had an interest in building people's brands, being visual with everything, whether it's drawing with the arts or creating some type of media platform for those individuals. And so I was looking for work in, um, in a magazine and I was like, you know what, you know, times are hard. Why don't I just create my own and see how that goes. And I created um coffee magazine nice yeah. nice so how long have you has coffee magazine been in establishment well I started in 2009 um mm-hmm. and at first I did it every now and again when I had time because I was still working and everything so um just recently like maybe 2018 it was it's like been quarterly consistent consistently um and at that time I was offering in print and um online so I'm just now pivoting in 2023 where it is basically an online media platform we will no longer be offering it in print wow so tell us the premise like what's the focus and structure of your magazine who is your target audience um it's an entrepreneur lifestyle magazine so if you are trying to be an entrepreneur or fan of small businesses or if you're trying to figure out how to balance this whole lifestyle thing, um, that's the magazine for you. <laughs> nice, 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 nice. 
my so whole I'll, thing was to make sure that, you know, instead of going to the newsstand, going somewhere, you see the same individuals on the cover or they're so large that, you know, you hear about them every day on Google. Now you have an opportunity to meet someone that is actually still a celebrity um, because they have been hustling and grinding in their occupation or their job at the time. Nice. That's awesome. That's awesome. So do you grant opportunities for people to be featured in your magazine? Yes. Um, there's forms to fill out to be featured or to be interviewed. Sometimes I scout the people that we're looking for or certain people have suggested. Mm-hmm. Um, and we love to interview you. I mean, it's all about find those who are still hungry and passionate about what they do. So mm-hmm. it's not, we don't always um, interview small businesses, small business owners, but to me, you're an entrepreneur if you get up and go to work every day. So you can be a stylist, um, you could be working behind the scenes for someone else, um, movie director, um, you could be someone that caters, a, a caterer, and you may not have your business together, but you are going out there and working and hustling. That's awesome. That's awesome. So tell me where you got the faith to start a magazine. Like, um, I know it hasn't probably been easy, but where does your faith come from? Um, of course, God. <laughs> I mean, I pray consistently because I being an entrepreneur is ups and down. It's nothing consistent. Um, you can be try consistency and have a plan, but if you don't believe or see the vision that's put before you, then um, you kind of like on a lost battle. I know a lot of times when you decide to start a business um, or become an entrepreneur, you go ask a friend or ask a parent and you say, is this something that I should be doing? Mm-hmm. Um, do you see if, Do you see how my idea is going? But having the vision on your own is just what it is. He's only granting you that vision because he sees it for you and no one will understand it. People will tell you that you may be crazy or it may not work. But if you believe he's putting you those positions for a reason, meeting those different people for that season or for that lesson, then I think you can succeed in almost anything. I love that. I love that. So when did you first feel like you had this vision? Was it back in 2009 or did the division for this magazine come way before then? You know, it's actually funny because my mom found something that I wrote, like a small article I wrote in the seventh grade. And it said that I was going to be either in film or writing a magazine in this mm-hmm. article I wrote. And here I went on all these different journeys. I went, I began my college career going into architecture, mm-hmm. which to me is hilarious because I'm like, I cannot imagine myself sitting there um, being an architect, but visually I saw myself creating these images of buildings. So mm-hmm. I've always had some form. I just, because I never saw it in front of me or knew a magazine owner personally, I think mm-hmm. I kind of got, you know, deterred because our parents tell you get a job, it's security. Um, you need something with a pension and you're like, oh, this really sounds fun. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so then you, um, you try to take that path being obedient. And then you say, well, this is not what's pulling me. And it became a, I came to a point where I felt like I was suffocating, mm. um, because I was not doing what I was supposed to do. So I pivoted and just put my all into it and I'm still surviving. I love that pivot for your purpose. Hello. (laughs) I love that. I love that. (laughs) Yes. So tell us what it takes to start up a magazine. You've been going strong for two since 2009, but 
give us the give us the real deal sis like tell us <laughs> what it takes to start up a magazine because I know it's not easy to no. you know just kind of come up with concept right goes from concept to fruition okay so now uh-huh. I'm releasing this to the world I gotta get people to read my magazine so just give us some insight about oh my you know, goodness. The startup. <laughs> if I paid attention to that list when I started I don't know if I would have started so, <laughs> so I thought about like what I saw first of all like, what did I imagine on the cover? Who did I imagine reading it? Um, I remember working in retail and they always told me to keep a shopper's mentality. So mm. if I was to go in, would I be excited about it? I didn't even imagine about person A, B, C, or D. I just mm-hmm. kept myself, okay, what are you missing in your life? What would you like to see mm. the newsstand? Who is this person that you see picking it up? Mm-hmm. So they like to read and mm-hmm. to me I had a short attention span at the time so <laughs> even so even with reading I would read things it had to catch my attention right away so mm-hmm. I thought okay maybe if you capture these moments or these lessons or these tips in a smaller article or a snippet about this person people will begin to research this person it's mm-hmm. not your job to give the whole life story about this person um so I picked it I picked a design of it and I said what what type of magazine would it be and at first I just said it was an entrepreneur magazine I didn't have a focus on it I just said it had to be about the small person the person Mm -hmm. starting off the person who is at the beginning of the bridge then I started writing who would I want to see in it Mm -hmm. what would I want to see in it so I made like a wish list is what I call it I still I still to this day have an interview wish list Mm. and so I wrote that down. I tried to look up as much stuff online at the time because this was 2009. I mean, our Google base was not that strong. <laughs> you still had to go to Barnes and Nobles or to some type of bookstore to get like the real rundown. And still you didn't have all of the pieces. So mm-hmm. I tried to do everything as possible, like get the name, see, could I use the name, create a website. Um, I tried to do the small things. And I'm at first my vision was so low. I'm like, okay, I'm thinking about it globally, but Let's be realistic. Let's just put it out there. Let's worry about the little fine tooth things later. Let's put the vision you have out there and everything else can kind of fall into place. So that is the steps that I took, but you should, you know, research that topic. Don't be afraid if anyone else has those topics because it's only one you. So you Mm. can see it this way. Um, And then I was kind of leery about, you know, to me, for it to be global, I wanted everybody in it. But Mm. Me personally, I am a black female. So this is what I'm seeing. These are who inspire me. So, you know, it automatically, even using the name coffee became like a black entity. You know, Mm -hmm. it became more black entrepreneurs attracted to it, which I wasn't afraid of. Um, But I still put the message out there that it is for all entrepreneurs, Mm -hmm. for people that inspire us. Um, Then I would say go with a name that you think people could remember. If it's mm. your name at the time, I thought, man, Oprah is on every cover. Like, <laughs> you know, she she puts her name out there. She's earned it. But I mean, I know she wouldn't have thought for 20 odd, 30 years that she could be on every single cover of her magazine and her name could shine that way. So mm-hmm. you have to start somewhere. And I would just say, go with it. Create a team. If you have people that are willing to put the work in with you, but don't afraid to cut people off. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> If you if it's something you can't do, find somebody who can do it. Don't just say this is good enough. You know, create what you actually see. 
And I believe with that type of faith, it, it'll just fall into place. If you, if you don't create it, like you see it, then it's going to become another job that you don't want to have. Mm, for sure. For sure. So with these strategies, what challenges did you face? I know that there may have been some ups and downs during your process. I also heard you right. said you pivoted <laughs> with regard to print media and now you're online based. Hit, hit us with some of them challenge, challenges. Um, challenges in life is always financially. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> um, you have, and then you have the doubters, the naysayers telling you um, this isn't going to work. Who are you? Why would they read this? Um, how are you going to find these people? And I'm like, this is thing called an email, telephone. <laughs> I mean, mm-hmm. either they're going to say yes or no. It's the same process you put in um, when you're looking for employment or a job. Why is mm-hmm. this different? How do you think McDonald's started? And so I would have to fill myself with enough comebacks to not let that get to me. So the challenges was keeping your faith and believing, me believing in myself, making mm-hmm. sure that I had the strength to finish it and completed a completed project. Mm-hmm. Um, another challenge um, besides financially is how am I going to make this the size that I want? Mm. How am I going to find these connections? The same thing. Okay. You're out of school, but you don't have a name behind you. How are you going to make people believe what you believe? Mm. So it's just the, the regular run list that you people usually have. They have the doubts, the fears. Mm-hmm. Um, and even financially, when I kept, stressing about finances another month would hit and I had finances so Mm. it's just that whole process of you believing what I guess people would fear pour into you okay and it becomes a challenge instead of a I would say like a correction so if something went wrong that month then I could say well this wasn't technically a challenge this is something I just didn't prepare enough for and my whole thing is that I think your perception is your reality. And it just, every year just proved that to be, you know, more, it confirmed it, that if I look at it a different way, that it won't become a challenge, it become a lesson learned. Mm, mm. Do you have any mentors? Or are you a part of any affiliations like um, NABOB or some others? And for those who don't know, NABOB, National Association of Black Owned Broadcasters, print media radio news you know are you have any mentors to help you see at first I did I never at first I didn't hear of anything like I said the Mm -hmm. channels were so small and it was like people weren't willing to give you information now Mm -hmm. I am a part of um it's called National Hookup of Black Women and these are women from all over the country um and they promote different things but it's just that fact of having women around you that are doing other things in their life to hear the stories and to keep them keep listen Mm -hmm. to them keep moving is like uh, a plus um even the church I was going to at the time was a was a mentoring aid for me um Mm -hmm. I also started helping with the marketing with different organizations so they became mentors um it's a lady by the name of Joyce Dawkins like not at the beginning but you know each time I would go through a crossroad, mm-hmm. I would pick up another mentor. It'd be gotcha. people that were just friends at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, a lady by the name of Carmen Bruton, she was telling me if you put the same eight hours in that you put in your job, then your career will be successful. Like just mm-hmm. people dropping gems to me. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Another best friend, Crystal Branch, she would do the same thing. I'm like, look, I don't know if I can take it. And she would give me a Bible verse. She was my mm. Bible. 
friend. <laughs> I'm like, where, where am I going with this? She like, we would start off with just a friend conversation. And I never had mentors in that field until I crossed like several years later. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't even consider them mentors. I would just take what they're saying and things that they were doing and say, okay, I can't do it the same way, but I see why they did it. Got you. Yes. Got you. Yeah, you should definitely look into um connecting with Nabob though. Um they I know they do a lot of events around the country, but um definitely be in DC for I'm sure Congressional Black Caucus um okay. coming up in September. But for sure, um that's great. I mean, I love that. And I love that you are pursuing your purpose with passion and persistence for sure, for sure, for sure. So let's talk a little bit about marketing. Okay. You know. Um, marketing these days, you know, people focus a lot on social media. We 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 focus a lot on, you know, this this whole idea about content creation. Like, what can you share <laughs> a, as a magazine owner about yes. marketing and the influence on our personal lives and their businesses? You know, tell us about you know the effects of content creations on our brands or our businesses. Um, <laughs> it's tricky. So I think people look at content. And then the internet will tell you this as well as just um, you need to create mirroring content from another place. You know, they never tell you um, create content that's strictly geared for your audience. Mm-hmm. It's like it's a box that's written and they tell you what can gain you view viewership, um, how to promote that content, what words or hashtag to use. And I started thinking to myself, OK, I'm a marketing major. If I continue to do the billion thing that everybody is doing, it's like a cheat sheet, then how is is my product going to stand out? That never made sense to me. So with content creation, I always say pick your, pick your colors or pick your thing. Pick something that is you or your brand, um, which is, I've always seen that written as well. Pick something that identifies you. Um, think of the bigger brands. You have like Nike, like I said before, like McDonald's. Um, this is just recognizable. You see the colors. If you see the color of that, whether you see the M or not, you're going to say that has to be a McDonald's product. Mm-hmm. So try to brand yourself in that way. Um, and even if you're looking and mirroring and say, like, I, I do a lot of websites for different clients because um, I, I love marketing. That's just something I underline doing. And even from a friend standpoint, I would say, I know you want your website to look like this, but what do you want people to take away when they see your brand? Mm-hmm. Um, you can't cons- you can't consistently look at another person's product and say, I like the way they did this. Yes, you can pull from it, but when you find yourself mirroring and comparing, I don't think you could create good content. Um, mm-hmm. I struggle with it myself because I can tell another person exactly what to do with their content. And mm-hmm. then when I have to sit in that room, I'm like, coffee, how can you create this guy? Like, <laughs> brain just goes blank because I'm doing too many things at once for my I get brain. it. Yeah. So it's a struggle. I mean, I applaud anyone who has the strength to press the send or the post button. Cause to me, your life is your content. You are a walking brand. People are inspired by you, whether you believe it or not. And I always think, even when you think no one is watching, someone is. So you have to mm-hmm. be careful with what you do with your life because mm-hmm. someone is like, man, I wish I had it just like her. Mm. Wow. For sure. Yeah, it's a, it's <laughs> that content word is a, 
is a tricky word because it's just like let me let me just label this as content no it's almost putting like putting the wrong headline on a specific thing so just Mm. just be careful with what you want people to take away from a post or a picture that you post Mm -hmm. that's good advice so what's some advice that you would give another woman another girl global girl who is interested in jumping into your industry Oof, take a deep breath. No. <laughs> I would say um, everybody's, everyone's journey is different. Um, I was wishing that I had someone to tell me um, like a little bit of the journey to mm. tell me like the, just the ins and outs of starting something, even if you do not have support. And my thing would be just start. Mm. You can start and fail a thousand times, but if you never start, you telling another person, well, you know, I was going to start it. It's, it doesn't even complete the journey. You didn't even start the journey to see if you can make it or not. Mm-hmm. What you can learn from it. If it's something you actually want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would say plan it out as much as you can. Research as much as you can. Build your brand, what you see. Um, figure out what your target audience is. And it's usually not your friends and family. Mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. cater say to that, that again say that again <laughs> <laughs> it is not your friends and family they may not be your target audience so you need to use them for what they are friends and family <laughs> they are yeah. there to support you emotionally about regular life they are there to hang out with but they are usually not the best business partners yeah so when I started you- selling books you know outside of my <laughs> friends and family I knew I was doing something because I had so quite a few books yeah. to them you know people that i knew so i had connections they do it they know sales yeah. from people that i didn't know i said girl you doing something you made see it girl <laughs> see there my mom made it no i'm joking <laughs> yeah so you need to say okay who is my audience mm-hmm. what do the people what do they want to see have a focus group um sit in a circle email those people whatever you need to do to make you feel comfortable about your brand Mm-hmm. And I would say start. If you fail, start again. Mm-hmm. If you fail and say, you know what, I thought I wanted this, but now that I see it, mm-hmm. not the type of energy I want to put into something like this. And when you decide that, you should say, let me support somebody else that has this vision. Mm-hmm. Like my thing is always um, people will circle around it. They will ask you questions about it. And when they decide not to do it, it's like, oh, okay, well, I'm just going to leave you over there. No, 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 no. You should, that should give you a better respect or more respect for the person doing it. And you should, that's, now you become a fan or a part of the audience because you picked from that audience. Mm. You jumped in and you tried to get the information, like as much as you can do, you should say, you know what? I'm going to give her kudos for that. And mm-hmm. you no, know, never just walk away from that because now, you are are cutting off a connection that can help you later when you do figure out which business you want to start. And I think that's what happens. People say, well, if I don't need you right now, I'm going to wait. And then you see tons of posts. People don't know how to support your business. It's like (laughs) business just didn't start. Oh God. (laughs) There were hundreds of people doing business before you jumped in it. And where were you with the support? Mm. So I would say, you know, Girl, yes. So I understand when you said you had people outside of you. I, I used I get excited to this day with somebody that I do not know, even with you, and you email me back. Oh, yes, I appreciate it. <laughs> because mm-hmm. 
getting someone to respond, you would think people are, everyone on the planet is doing open heart surgery. Like nobody <laughs> has time to respond to an email and say, yes, no, not at this time, anything. Mm-hmm. Speak to me, let me know what I need to work on in order to get to your platform. Yeah, I mean, I, um, as you say, scout or look for people that I think may be a good fit for, I'd send them a message on whether I know them or I don't. And it's always encouraging when people respond. And I would say that 90% of the time people respond. Um, Yes. And that says a lot about who you are. I think. Yes. That says, um, so I'm encouraged. I I do. I was like, oh, wow. I think my first season of podcast, and I was like, oh, child, I'm tired. I didn't expect everybody to be just like booking me. Book, when I send an email out, they just booking, booking. I was like, oh, wait a minute. I, gotta, I told my assistant, I need to spread this out. We're going to do every couple of days. Now you was worried. We're going to skip a week because I realized I was booking myself back to back. And I was like trying not to, you know, cancel or reschedule. So I just toughed it out, but I said this season we gonna do things a new in a new way. <laughs> but you you got what you asked for, and that yeah. that's the, always the thing with us. We pray for something huge, mm-hmm. and when it when he said, "Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you test this water," and you just like, "Oh, this this is too much." Well, this is why I was taking you through what I was taking you through, mm, and true. you you know this is what you should have been prepared for. And I admit, like maybe 10 or 20 years ago, I dropped the ball mm. because I, you know, you, you think it's a joke. The, the elders tell you, you know, you know, pray about it. You just ask and, you know, he'll know if you prepared. And then when he was ready to give it to me, I was like, I don't know about this guy. I, don't, <laughs> I didn't, uh, I didn't put down exactly what I needed. And, you know, I was scared. He wasn't going to give me another opportunity, but you know, it's God. So He's like, you know, I, you know, and a lot of people say you get yeses from other outside. God is not always that one giving you that yes. For sure. You know, so you have to read the room correctly and figure out what you're saying yes to correctly. Mm, read the room. Hello. But uh, yeah, I, I, one thing I know he's blessed me with is if something is off or something is not right, I, I heed to, you know, I take heed to that. Like mm-hmm. I move around or I figure out how to pivot and go a different direction because I'm like this is not him this is sure. not the room I should be in it looks nice <laughs> but this is not this is not where he wants me so yeah and that's hard because you know people will tell you that's a good opportunity and you're like no it's not my opportunity though oh that's good knowing when yes, to say no even though it looks yeah. like it's it worth looks good nice but <laughs> that 10 minutes of it looking good I, I was like nah mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I love that. That's some that's some that's some wisdom right there. Because sometimes we jump right into things that may and it may or may not be good. So it's always just a good to see God for answers concerning our life. You know, we should, you know, it's real. Seek ye first yeah. the kingdom of God. So like and all these things will be added, but we gotta seek God mm-hmm. in everything, even though it looks like a good opportunity. If you get you know, if 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 it's down in your your, your belly, you feel uneasy <laughs> about. You just gotta make sure because you might be stepping into the lion's den for sure. Oh yeah, definitely. for sure, for sure, for sure. This has been good. So I'm just talking to Miss Coffee Summers. She is a media personality, magazine owner, and all of the above media marketing. Um, can you tell us tell us what's next for your magazine? What do you have in store? How can people connect? Um, with you and the magazine how can they download tell us more about that 
Well, the archive issues are still available, and that's on coffeemag.com, C-O-F-F-E-A-M-A-G.com. We are changing our format, and Mm -hmm. it is strictly a digital platform at this point. Um, But we, with the interviews that we are compiling the entire year, some of them will be um, via YouTube, and some of them will also be in print, I mean, on the website not in Mm -hmm. like print and at the end of each year what we've created um we have a big surprise we're going to come out with a hardcover book with interviews from the whole year Mm -hmm. so you won't miss those interviews like before to me every quarter you'll get those interviews in the issue if you're not in that issue you may not pick it up Mm -hmm. so this way we want to give homage to everybody that has supported us and that has been interviewed in that year and we provide that book at the end of each year for purchase for everybody. Mm-hmm. So this is how we feel that the future is coming to for us and how people are pivoting around. And it's just a little collector's item. Mm-hmm. Last year, we was our first year doing entrepreneur of the year. We will do that again this year. Mm-hmm. The last winner, um, the last winner we had was the owner of shoe gummy and her name was Chantel Jackson. Mm-hmm. And she received her award recently for um, winning Entrepreneur of the Year last year. Um, another thing that we're getting into, me personally, I just completed a podcast with another individual. So that should be launching soon. Um, I am in the, trying to get into the media. No, I'm not going to say try. I am, say merging, try. <laughs> I am merging into the film world. So I'm doing some writing. Mm-hmm. So stay tuned for that. And Coffee wants to collab with other platforms as well. I consider coffee a shared platform. So if you're a blogger, um, if you have a podcast or anything and you're looking for a different platform that can help, you know, share audiences, we have mm-hmm. no problem posting you on our platform mm-hmm. and giving you your props because our whole thing is networking and building those empires. And mm-hmm. uh, a lot of times that doesn't happen. It's just not me, 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 me. Mm-hmm. My whole thing for starting was to make sure that your 15 minutes of fame lasts longer. So mm-hmm. as much of my audience that I can share with you um, or vice versa, we would like to try to build something huge. So nice. So is your mag uh, subscription based or is it free download? How, how do you um, the mm-hmm. print copies were ten dollars an issue. Mm-hmm. Um, the downloaded copies were subscription based, um, but those are changing because it's like a digital flip book. Mm-hmm. So we are going into the round where those may be free with a subscription. Um, January brought us a ton of changes. So we're switching all that over and we don't want people to get lost in the shuffle. So mm-hmm. those announcements are coming soon, but the print issues are still um, available to order. Got you. Well, that makes sense. This is good good stuff. One last question for you, or maybe two. Um, <laughs> can you please tell us, give you give us some insight about pitching a magazine or pitching a media entity you know there are a lot of people who want to get their businesses out there get their brands out there you know there are a lot of conversations about getting on other people's stages so um can you give folks some insights about how to pitch you know I get I don't say I get a ton of inquiries but I have gotten some inquiries around people who want to come on my podcast um, and I really am diligent about making sure that it's a good fit. I've had some opportunities to um, interview some million dollar companies, but it didn't align with my mission, vision and values for my podcast. So I had to say no, unfortunately. So um, 
But um, I do know that there's a way to pitch. Can you give the um folks, folks who are listening some insights regarding that? My whole thing is that I don't see enough of is that people never have photos. I know this is weird and every <laughs> platform doesn't require photos, but you do not know how another person promotes. Um, so they have no headshot. They have no company logo. Like, it's just, it's weird to me that <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying like as a diss, I know it sounds comedic, but it's like, if you are online constantly, at least one professional shoot a year mm-hmm. feel is needed. It's almost taking it back to a business card. This is how other companies, small or large may take you seriously. Mm-hmm. And then have some type of reference point would be my number two. Um, you can send a request, but you don't have a link to who you are, a, a page, a mm-hmm. website, something where it tells me you put effort into who you are and why I should put effort into telling another person who you are. Like, it doesn't have to be spectacular, but mm-hmm. it's just the effort and to say, well, I'm going to make sure they know. Like, if you apply for a job, I know you're not sending a resume with no listing of experience. it's like hard for me to believe that you just apply for a job hey I want this job and it's just your name on the paper yeah so you give a job in a corporation that respects to say hey this is who I am with bullet points Mm -hmm. this is how you can find my resume here's my portfolio Mm -hmm. when it's something you really want even if it's an outlet big or small I think you should take the time to make that your number two your number one is your pictures don't have to be golden but People, you, that's like telling you, here you go, here's my business card. That's mm-hmm. why I say that's number one, because you are showing yourself to this individual who's never seen you. So whether it's brand, logo, whatever, that needs to be updated. Mm-hmm. That has to be given in some form. Number two would be something that references you, whether it's a resume, a link to your um, website, your social media platform up to date. If you me give me too. a social media <laughs> platform and your last post was five years ago, ah. I don't know how to, I don't know how to research you. Mm. And usually if I'm doing small businesses or people that have just started, I can't Google you as well as I can Google, you know, like a Jay-Z or something, Mm -hmm. because I don't have any other reference point. You have to tell me and tell your story before you jump on. No one else is going to tell me this. Um, And number three, I would say, like, like you said, pitch to people that are, you know, align with your beliefs or your brand. Um, if you don't, that's just like with advertising, you will not see an alcohol brand in a Christian magazine. It's just <laughs> happened. So if you, if this person has, is like way left and you're like, I'm just going to email them. Most times once they research you, um, they may not hit you back. So um, I would just do that. And the fourth thing is just remain faithful and confident about it um have your planning list this is like a job this isn't just okay I'm gonna send these out mm-hmm. like yeah. you, it's it to me it's all about effort patience and consistency and I'm sure anyone that had that you look up to or that you consider is like the goat of anything is not just has not sat at home for 10 years and just woke up and started sending emails mm-hmm. like they have put in work that is behind the scene. They have lost, they have failed. They didn't get picked for a team. It's like tons of things that happen in their life. Mm-hmm. And you're seeing the shining part. And sometimes that irritates me because people don't tell you what they've been through, but sometimes it's so traumatizing. They don't want to share it. And it's not going to make your journey probably any better, but they should let you know it will be a journey. Mm-hmm. 
So I really like that, that she added on there that, um, that you added on there to make sure it aligns with your brand because that's important when you're pitching. Yeah, for sure. Um, I found it very, you know, helpful when people pitch and they they give you all the information so you don't have to go look. Particularly, what is your what are your main speaking topics? Yeah. What are your talking <laughs> points? What's your, you know, give me three things that you would want to talk. You want to come on here and talk with me about whatever it is, tell me what your core talking points are, your core topics that you focus on so I can see, Mm -hmm. get an insight around what we might have a conversation about. Rather than me having to go back and send you a bunch of questions via email, have (laughs) me sit down with my assistant and having her doing, wasting my money, I'm paying her. So (laughs) I'm just saying like, it's cutting into my budget. Is what yeah, she- <laughs> you know, so I just got to see if it's, it's worth the yeah. juice is worth the squeeze, as they say. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I think that I don't I also don't think that people take enough opportunity to pitch. Yeah, because of fear, you know, I, I pitched to speak to the, the, the minister of housing and transport in the Bahamas and she responded. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I could have gotten a no but I got a yes you know Mm -hmm. but that's because you go and then you explain why you want to talk to the person and you give them some insights hey I looked you up well I've been following this and oh I bought this from you can you come speak with you know that kind of thing you showing that you you put in some effort to connect with them or make a connection so I think that I will say you know I'm adding to what you're saying just from someone who gets I pitch people as well as people pitch me. So I, mean, I understand yourself, what I want um, from them. Yeah, create yourself uh, some type of press release sometimes. Mm-hmm. So I take press releases all the time and sometimes they're not clear. Mm. Um, and so I can't even share the information. I have no problem with um, reevaluating, reaching back out and reposting those press releases. But mm. um, it's so vague and it's just like, I'm not even sure what I what you want me to do with this. Like, or mm. I'm not even sure what your purpose is for sending it to me. Um, you're not catering it to my outlet. And um, I mean, that is it's a hard pill to swallow, but everyone doesn't have the time to make it a teachable moment. That's They're true. Like deny, deny, and like she don't said, and no response, it goes in the black hole and you never <laughs> hear back. But I do like yeah, to so. respond to people either way. Just as a out of courtesy, because I want people to respond to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, but yes, that will be you personally figure like that. So it has to be in your character mm-hmm. to even pick up that train or to not take things personally. So yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah, I think that it is a process. Um, I I believe in regular nine to five fivers. So I think everyone should not be entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. Um. I think there should be more teachers, lawyers. Doc- I mean, I think those jobs are still prominent jobs to have and that are needed. Um, so I think you should follow your purpose, um, whether you feel like it's, you know, congratulated or not. And you should make that work because to me, the teachers I had in my life, if I didn't have them, I don't know where I would be. Mm-hmm. So it's just like you are a piece of a puzzle for another person that may be like a next next Dr. King or, you know, some type of mover or shaker. And you took yourself out of the piece based on what everybody in social media was taking a picture about. Mm. Mm. So That's I good. think still, I think those jobs are still 
um, winners. And you can still get mentors and you can still take the list of tips we've given on how to pitch yourself because you don't have to just be a teacher. I mean, you can still speak. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, know, you can still expand that, but I think people still need to see people in those roles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Agreed. So when I say, what does it mean for girls to go global? What would you say? Ooh. <laughs> it means I would say beauty mm. and I'm saying beauty because I think girls put a special touch on things mm. I know it's weird to say it that way but um other people can inspire but I think when people see a woman do different things it's nurturing mm, that's good you may still come across like a boss with it but it, it's a different light to see you I don't know if it's because of the way we've been oppressed in certain times and certain places, but to see um, a female go global with it, it still, you know, brings a tear to you. So a little tearjerker, you cough up and you say, I can see myself in this person. So Mm. um, I think that's how a representation matters. So I'm going to say beauty. That's good. And that's the first time I've heard someone say that. So I appreciate (laughs) the new insight, beauty. Girls go global with beauty. Yes. It's a different way to it. So if people want to connect with you, they want to get inside the coffee magazine or they want to sponsor or do some advertising with you. Oh, that works too. um, Give us some insights about how to connect with you. um, About, um, we didn't get a chance to kind of talk about your target market and how much, you know, what's your click um, rate as far as how many wish you wish your reach, but you know, give us some insights about how to connect with you where they can learn that information. Um, simply go to the website. Um, mm-hmm. I'm good with that. It's a thousand links on there mm-hmm. <laughs> and pages and forms. And I try to answer every question you could possibly have. Mm-hmm. Um, visit me social media mm-hmm. at coffee mag, um, Twitter, Facebook, um, YouTube is coffee TV. You can kind of get a feel for the people we have on there. Mm-hmm. Um, and to see if that will be the people you want to engage with you. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, you can, there's email info at coffeemag.com. Email me. It, even when you go to the site, it has a form for you to fill out if you're interested in being featured and nice. who you may be looking for at the time. Um, so yeah, I would say check the site out, peruse it, click on everything you could possibly click on. Mm-hmm. And if it pertains to you, fill it out. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, Coffee Summers, for joining me today. This has been a great conversation, and I look forward to future conversations and looking forward to what you have next. This has been the Girl Go Global podcast, where faith and works are in power. We are around here stepping into our power and our purpose to live out our courageous life. So. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. Girl, go 